0: Hello, it's Gareth here. Before we begin, I want to remind you about our Xenial Dome live show this Friday, 14th of July, in the London Welsh Centre in King's Cross, with two incredible guests, Ellis James from BBC Radio 5 Live, Fantasy Football League on Sky and the Socially Distant Sports Bar Podcast and the incredible Gav Murphy from the Regular Features Podcast and the RKG YouTube channel who, given it is a gaming channel, I think he's going to be very good when we ask him to play Mario Kart. They're both hilarious. The live shows are always great fun. For tickets, head to the London Welsh Centre website londonwelsh.org or visit our Twitter or Instagram or Facebook pages. The links are there. And we shall I'll see you on Friday. Anyway, here's the show. And welcome to the Zenial Dome's Little Dome. My name is Gareth Quinn.
1: And I'm Essel Sears. And this is part of a series of special episodes that we are broadcasting um, in between the interviews we have with Zenial guests. And we are delving into different month, no, same month that we're in now, but a different year
0: every week. You managed use month, week and year in a single sentence. <laughs> Uh, we are looking back at this month in zenial <laughs> history. And this month, I've brought some details about July 1979. Ooh. Now, what's weird about this year, it's in zenial history. Mm. Um, because you're a zennial if you're born between 77 and 85. But there's a good portion of people who might not remember 79.
1: No, us included. <laughs> including us.
0: But I think it's quite an interesting year. Because there was a big invention... Oh, And it's one of those inventions Wagon wheels Bigger than a wagon wheel Big news in 1979 That would affect the lives of every Xenio Is that the Sony Walkman was released In July 1979 It went on sale for the first time in Japan And was the best selling item of the 1980s (gasps) I think you'd be hard-pressed to find someone our age who didn't have a Walkman at some point in the 80s or 90s.
1: How much... Because is it like now with Apple, where the first generation of stuff comes out and it's so expensive?
0: So the first low-cost personal stereo sold for 33,000 yen, which would have been $150, (sighs) which is a lot... But I'll be honest, I thought it was going to be more. Did you? Because you know, when you, sometimes when you're in a, like a market and they used to have a big pile of VHSs, yeah. you'd now and again find a VHS or something like E.T., but not one that was released in the 90s, one that was released in... 1984 or something Mm. like that and there would be a price sticker on it with like (laughs) £50 or something like that or like a video of one episode of The Goodies for like (laughs) 700 quid or something Is
1: that though $100 in today's exchange Uh,
0: I presume that is $100 at the time time. because that's they've just said 30,000 yen or or $150 My parents
1: would never have allowed that
0: (laughs) No it it, it would have been a lot Yeah. so the compact cassette was from the 60s Mm. And then in the 70s, apparently the first developed one had a belt
1: (laughs) that that you carried it around the
0: waist. Because I presume it was called the Stereo Belt. (gasps) I want to see a picture of a Stereo Belt. Bear with me a second. There we go. Oh, wow. The thing that gets me is how many battery packs are around the Stereo
1: Belt? (laughs) I I use the Walkman a lot. Mm. But I I did used to listen to the radio on it quite a bit yes and in bed so you know how um you know being able to have a torch and and read a book in bed without your parents realizing but this was you could take a walkman to bed with you and you could listen you know really late at night or early in the morning it's like early saturday mornings i used to listen to um bruno brooks and liz kershaw on radio one and i would stay in bed for a good hour or so listening to them on my Walkman,
0: yeah, I got into radio in a really big way. And um, when I got a bit older, I got a Roberts radio, uh, which is one that had the shortwave frequency, which meant you could listen to radio from around the world. Right. And I used to listen to a Canadian radio show called Spectrum. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there'll be we've got some Canadian listeners. Maybe, maybe, maybe they'll uh, maybe they be some remember fans. Spectrum. Yeah. I think I was the only person <laughs> listening to Spectrum.
0: Those shortwave radios were brilliant though, because you spin the dial. Canadian radio I could pick up, a weirdly Vatican radio. They oh. for a small country they really pumped out. They must have had some ah, serious that transmitters, that? services. Right, <laughs> There's a lot of that. and then big tunes. But there were a lot of like evangelical radio stations oh, from America yeah. that you would pick up on shortwave radio oh. as well, as well as BBC World Service and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And then the Discman came along, which felt like it was going to be a game changer but which you had to carry oh, like yeah. it was a special pearl. Yeah. <laughs> because the moment it inched one way or the other, yeah. you just lost it. Oh, yeah, because
1: you couldn't you couldn't put that on your belt because you can't play your CD sideways.
0: No, and so you had to... I'd try, though. I, try, and I remember putting a disc... I'd be a bit older then because I definitely had a disc when in my first year at university. So yeah. i probably go on But you'd, you'd put the disc in the disc one. you'd close it, you'd hit play. And then I remember like... Really gradually putting it into the pocket of my (laughs) coat like it was an egg.
1: the whole point in the 90s was that we were all meant to be wearing, like, Nikes and stuff. Yeah. We were meant to be jumping about.
0: Yeah. No. So, the, I think the Walkman, you would clip and you'd put your headphones on and you'd yeah. walk around and it'd be fine. And you'd have your little metal band over the top of your head. <laughs> Until they invented in-ear headphones. Yeah. Which is why my hearing has been, like, medically declared a oh problem. <laughs> so, you've got your little metal thing over there. Yeah. And you're, like, walking around. And then, yeah, the disc man. I remember putting the disc in my microphone. And then you'd have to walk a really, like, mm. weirdly shallow way to yeah. make sure that it didn't knock or bump or yeah. you didn't miss a bit of Ben Folds. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the... so
1: The way I drive to the dump with loads of potholes yes. leading, leading up to a dump. That's exactly That's exactly <laughs> it.
0: US interplanetary probe Voyager 2 made its closest approach to Jupiter. It transmitted data on on the planet's clouds. It uh, newly discovered four moons and ring system. What is odd about Voyager and I find really nice about it is that because it was going to go into space and just drift for years afterwards, they put loads of stuff on it. Okay. Like a, a time capsule. Okay to go, this is what we're... G- if anyone finds this in yeah. years to come, different civilizations, yeah, here's w- something about it. So it's the weirdest time capsule because they've had to put stuff on it, but also stuff that they hope will explain to aliens what we are. Oh my God, right. So do, these- do you have a list? Well, there's pictures. So this is a woman eating some grapes. Okay,
1: so that photo was in this capsule. Yeah. Okay, she stood in a supermarket eating some grapes. For one thing, has she paid for those grapes? Oh, she doesn't look like like she's just pinching the grapes. (laughs) So that doesn't explain anything.
0: The next picture is a picture of, uh, of, I think that is Jupiter. I don't know why we need to Which is mad,
1: because if you're...
0: That's where we're sending it. Yes, you're showing
1: them a picture of where they come from.
0: But this is the oddest picture. It's a picture of people eating food and drink so that they can explain to aliens...
1: But they look mad. Like, there's one man decanting some liquid into his mouth, like, from a height. That is not how human beings drink.
0: No, no it's not. <laughs> he's pouring water from, like, the the highest he can reach into his mouth from a distance.
1: Oh, I hate this. Then there's this
0: very... I've never seen a man eat a toasty in a more creepy way.
1: No, he's he's got it just in between two fingers. And then this
0: woman with the ice cream on the side...
1: Like, they look like three strangers that have just been placed together to eat. Like, nothing feels natural about no, this photograph.
0: It's the, I think the point of the photo is to go, tongue is for... Because the lady with the right. ice cream, tongue is for licking things. Yeah. And then we have the the man with his toasty. So that's the solid food. Solid food. Yeah. And then we have the man pouring water into his mouth. But that means that if aliens ever arrive, and this is their frame of reference for how we eat and drink... They're going to be very disappointed we don't pour water from a great height into our mouths. But
1: you know what? That's how we can spot aliens amongst us. If they drink like that, you know they've That's discovered what... this time
0: capsule. There's a lot of just like planets, solar system, mathematical definitions, all yeah. this sort of stuff. And then it's the skeleton. Front, back, heart, lungs, <laughs> kidney, internal organs, rib cage. I feel like just what? like, show them, just show them some nice pictures. Yes. Show them Pennevan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, some nice pictures. Like, and also it does feel like you're setting them up to come here and dissect us.
0: Well, so once we've shown them our internal organs front, our internal organs back, the rib cage and the muscles, then sex organs. Oh
1: They're not no. mucking around.
0: Then diagram of conception.
1: Oh bloody hell! All
0: that I'm going to put put now a large bracket of all that sort of thing (laughs) (laughs) image 33 is just labeled birth
1: oh no (laughs) is it crowning
0: (laughs) i mean i'm sure this is in the public domain and i can look (laughs) um and then we get into groups of children families structure of the earth yeah sand dunes forest scenes leaves snowflakes dolphins trees it's 116 photos of come and say hello. It's basically a dating profile yes. shot into space.
1: Oh, and with instructions on how to take that date to the next level. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so there's there's diagrams of humans. This I remember reading that there's like a map on the side of basically how to get to Earth, which I think is asking for trouble.
1: Why are they doing that?
0: In case someone finds it and they go like, "Oh, do you want to know where this comes oh, from?" Oh no. That's
1: like if I ever have post in my car. Actually, it's not the same at all. I was going to say if I ever have post in my car and I have to leave the car, I turn it over so people can't see my address.
0: The other thing that (laughs) that was on there was the golden record. Have you ever seen this? No. Oh, this is great. Right, let's right. delve into this. So this is a record so that you could hear how humans sound and communicate. Okay. And there were messages in 55 languages.
1: I'm going to bet that Welsh isn't one of them.
0: Welsh was one of them. <gasps> Are you
1: serious? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. In 1979?
0: Yeah, yeah. Welsh was one of the languages. Do you know
1: I- how long it took to get a Welsh emoji flag?
0: Yeah. Yeah, Welsh was—I'll <laughs> I'll mess it up—but that's that's the line.
1: Oh, it's awful! It's awful! It doesn't make sense. What it's trying to say is. Um, a good health to you now and and in the future but it's a really butchered way of saying it <laughs> so actually sorry aliens <laughs> is
0: is this going to happen that when they arrive they're going to all be speaking north wales welsh no. is that what you're afraid of
1: <laughs> actually no it's quite standard welsh so it's not it's not too dialecty uh, but but i'm guessing no aliens found the time capsule because it came back to earth
0: no it's still there <gasps> Oh, uh, that
1: that annoys me though because now I want to go up and correct it. Correct that Welsh.
0: The English line was "Hello from the children of planet Earth."
1: Okay, I think that's a little bit weird. It's creepy. Uh,
0: And then there was uh, sound effects.
1: Yeah,
0: in case they want to make a radio drama. Um, So there was some music, the music of the spheres, very relevant. Yeah. Then there were um, sounds of volcanoes, earthquakes, and thunder. Okay. Basically saying, keep away. (laughs) Wind, rain, surf, crickets, frogs, birds, chimpanzees, wild dogs. Oh. A tame dog. (laughs)
1: Look
0: at how far we've come.
1: but also like that, that bbc attitude of getting some balance in oh, we can't we can't make out that all dogs are bad yeah, come on guys we've
0: got to have if, if there's a wild dog there's going to be a tame dog that's really... <laughs> horse and cart tractors herding sheep trains the whistle of a steam locomotive i don't know why they're trying to tell aliens that we've got 18th century technology yes. like we've just found this we've found this probe from uh, oh. from a civilization who appear to have steam locomotives um, life signs, pulsar, uh, the sound of a kiss.
1: Oh no! So you see, right? I think so. Whenever I listen to any radio drama, The Archers, the kissing audio of kissing is the worst sound
0: ever. It says kiss, mother and child. Oh,
1: <laughs> I was good. Gonna... Yeah. I went with full on snog. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And then there's like an, an extra DVD there that's like in a red wrapper. <laughs> <laughs> normally we say, oh, if you remember July 1979, drop us an email. I don't think many people will.
1: No, because he, it's, he... you'd be two, two years old as the oldest you could be as a Zaniel in yeah. that year.
0: Um, but I imagine that many people will have memories of the Sony Walkman. Yes. So um, if that is you, drop us a like uh the zenial at hotmail.com we have had an email from natalie and i love the way that she's put natalie brackets 1980 <laughs> <laughs> it genuinely helps um, yes. so thank you very much for that so natalie's dropped that it's loads of really interesting stuff in it but the bit i'm going to hone in on is uh, that she wanted to say that she was also at manic millennium
1: Oh, who wasn't you? Actually, you were there. (laughs) So
0: we've mentioned this on the podcast. Several of our guests have were for the Millennium at uh, the Millennium Stadium in Cardiff, where the Manic Preachers performed a gig. Mm -hmm. And you said it's
1: the worst day of my life. (laughs) Was something?
0: Well, Natalie says I was also at Manic Millennium, and it was one of the worst nights of my life. There we go. I had just started university in Birmingham and went with a new friend, her brother, and a couple of his mates. The concert was okay, aside from Mannix. I remember seeing the Super Furry Animals yes. and Nicky Wyatt's brother reading his poetry. But the promise of one of them driving down and us all sleeping in his car seemed to have been forgotten by everyone. Oh, God. Not wanting to look uncool in front of my friend and the bigger boys. I didn't mention it either. We ended up spending the whole night trudging around the streets of a city we didn't know, freezing and knackered, trying to find <laughs> somewhere to sit and trying to sleep a bit. Thank God one chippy was open so we could at least get something to eat. We ended up sitting on a wall by the train station until the first train back to the north, which being New Year's Day, wasn't until 11am <laughs> and was absolutely rammed. I've never been so happy to get to bed that night after being awake for more than 36 hours. But it provides me answer too, if I'm ever asked, how I spent the millennium. <laughs> uh my friend is still one of best mates after 23 years and i've got the t-shirt which if i didn't feel old already i most recently wore to a manic's 20th anniversary album gig in 2019
1: wow god i didn't even know that they were selling t-shirts like i didn't even get to the t-shirt store (laughs) queuing for beer for two hours like Oh man, yeah. Because I think the difference with my experience is that I, I basically just carried on partying. I didn't even look for a bed that night. I just <laughs> remember going to Cluby Verbach, which was the, what still is the the Welsh club in town, and that was just open indefinitely.
0: But that's because <laughs> you had the info of like what would and wouldn't by being. A if you've come Cardiff from Birmingham, resident, sure, yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Whereas you what. If you've come from Birmingham, you just find yourself sitting in a fish and chip oh, shop.
1: Oh, I'm so sorry, because if I'd known Natalie was down, I would have brought her with me. Oh, to club that's people. very Yeah. Love.
0: The mention of the uh, Manic's 20th anniversary gigs. Mm. So they did 20th anniversary gigs for their albums, The Holy Bible. Yeah. Everything Must Go. And This Is My Truth, Tell Me Yours. Yeah. And I went to all three. Oh, did you? Yeah. Which I remember saying to James Cattle, I'm going to see the Manic's preacher tonight. And he said <laughs> and he said to me well for your lot it's like national service isn't it <laughs> <laughs> but I went to the one I so all three were great yeah but the holy bible one I was sat next to someone who didn't just know all the words to the holy bible right she knew all the dance moves oh Did you, yeah were it dance moves she had some <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh. I've never seen
0: anyone. For an album that doesn't lend itself... Yeah. She was up and about. I can't imagine James
1: Dean Bradfield in a, in a music video where there's any choreography <laughs> to it whatsoever. She'd
0: worked out everything. She was all over the place. She was on oh, the time wow. of her life. But here's the weirdest thing about the whole thing. <laughs> so we watched the Holy Bible in the Roundhouse in Camden. And there were a family... Where were they sat? They were sat dancing girls to my left the family Mm. was sat to my right and then however many years it was two years later we went to the one for everything must go right and the same family was sat next to us in the royal albert hall yeah
1: did you speak to them
0: i did not speak
1: to them it's a shame but
0: but, uh, my girlfriend spotted them immediately was like it's the same one yeah it's amazing isn't it do you
1: think they said the same thing about you
0: oh i how recognizable am i
1: Oh, I'd recognise you. I'd recognise that face anywhere. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. Oh. And then I really wanted to sit next to them when I went to This Is My Truth, Tell Me Yours. And I was disappointed they oh, went there. Oh, no. <laughs> Could have got the triple.
1: Oh, and you should have talked to them then. That's that, the thing. At, at that point, third, it would have been rude time. not to. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, th- I, think, I don't think we're ever going to talk to anyone who went to Manic Millennium that had a good time.
0: That is a great question. If you went to Manic Millennium <laughs> and had a great time, brackets and you are not be James friends. Dean Bradfield <laughs> and you, I, uh, or Sean Waller. then <laughs> uh, oh. please get in touch the thing is I've seen the actually just now I must have seen them four times mm. I think and it's been great every time but I haven't like built it around the idea of staying up till midnight right yeah by the time of this is my story tell me yours quite the opposite they were performing very near my house
1: I was <laughs> probably
0: home by <laughs> half, half ten <laughs> so it's the absolute opposite yeah um, so yes if you um, if you were at Manic Millennium I'm enjoying hearing the stories of how everyone had a rotten time yeah. it really is you're
1: lucky you were too young to yeah listen. it's funny isn't it mm. so I'm, I
0: don't feel like I missed out at all no um, I've got a VHS <laughs> <laughs> Uh, So yeah, uh, let us know if you had a good or bad time seeing the Manx Street Preachers in Cardiff on the (laughs) thirty-first December, nineteen
1: ninety-nine. I I really hope one day we get to interview the Manics to get their perspective. Do you think they
0: know what it was like?
1: I don't know. I have I have an in with with him with James Dean Bradford. Is your
0: in better or worse than the fact that I have twice stopped for him at his ever crossing? It's better. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe I had to even pause to think about that. It's better. (laughs) we'll be back with another one of these very shortly thank you very much for listening goodbye bye Thank you for listening to the podcast before we go let me remind you the tickets are available for the Zennial Dome live show at the London Welsh Centre King's Cross this Friday 14th of July it'll be me Esselt, Ellis James and Gav Murphy Water Gang uh, if you've never heard a live show before you can check out the episodes on this podcast feed with Ria and Sunil Patel uh, we always have a great time it's going to be brilliant details and tickets at londonwelsh.org or on our socials we shall see you there yeah.